So welcome everyone. This is a Mind Culture podcast and today we have a very, very special guest all the way from Brazil, but he's often in Vienna, he's often in Europe, he is often in Russia as well. He is a movement artist, movement practitioner, and I would call him a movement guru. Uh, Bruno Caverna, who specializes himself in uh, his own movement world that he calls liquid body or play fight or um, animal movement. There are many names, but Bruno Caverna has built a a vast and a vast world around his way of perceiving the movement and the dance and i think it's really interesting what he's doing he started with capoeira then transitioned over many many different movement arts in, including sistema uh, the russian martial art as well as other western western and eastern movement techniques and yeah we can I guess we can call him a master and let's have a conversation. He's right now in Brazil, so although he's very often in Vienna, we cannot uh, see him in Vienna now, but we can, thanks to the wonderful technology that we have nowadays, we can still talk to him. So welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. So Bruno, um, maybe right off the bat, like how did it come that you're right now in Brazil? I've been, I know that you've been living in Russia for quite some time, as well as touring in Europe, but right now I find you in Brazil. How is it? Well, the matter of fact, my official residence is still in Brazil. I was in Philippines exploring free diving with my girlfriend when the pandemic hit very hard. And there was a strong lockdown, the curfew. And in spite of the, the feeling we experienced being very comfortable in a beautiful island and the perception changed all of a sudden, we didn't feel comfortable any longer to be there. So you want to escape a little bit from the island. And then I had to go back to Brazil as the only place I could go. So I was not supposed to be here right now, but that was the fate. And uh, you say that you were not supposed to be here. Like, what is your schedule looking like normally? Like, what do you do every day or every second day? In, right now in Brazil? Right now in Brazil, but also like, what would you be doing instead? Because for example, for now, I know I would, would have been touring a lot with the pieces yeah. and perhaps teaching here and there. But I'm wondering, like, what is your focus? How do you live your life normally? And how, do you, how did it change right now? What do you invest yourself in? Well, I think the, the change is uh, pretty evident, just as much as from at least most of the people, especially those working on, on the artistic field. And I'm supposed to be facilitating events. Um, I had a couple of events in Asia for the first time. Mm -hmm. After Philippines, I was supposed to go to Thailand and then Bali. And then I had um, some major events in Europe, in Berlin, in Italy, in Spain. We had to cancel everything. Actually, I have two events in the summer. We are putting on hold, is in the suspension. 
So let's see how it goes. We are not canceling yet. For sure, mm -hmm. if you carry out, you need to adapt and follow the guidelines, which are not the most uh, favorable guidelines for the kind of events we, we have because of the physical proximity and physical interaction. But everything is possible. So let's see if I'm able to go back to Europe in August, September. We still have two events in the summer. It's a, a little bit ambitious project, but let's see. Um, have fingers crossed. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I've I've seen this that you are going to organize this thing in Italy. I don't know about the second event, but it looks, um, yeah, it looks amazing. Like you organize this very concentrated movement camps. Can I call it camps? What yeah. is this exactly? And how isolated are you from the world? <laughs> sounds like a, a very uh, contextualized current question. How I am isolated from the world? Uh, but if you're referring to, to the camp, the camp started, the first version was in 2016. So this year, we are supposed to have the fifth edition of the camp. And it was a very spontaneous uh, impulse. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I felt, I felt strong about this feeling. And, and things have been evolving very strongly ever since. And mm -hmm. For me, it was a big uh, step in, into the unknown territory because I, I was not carrying such large events on my own. But I got a, I got a feeling for, from that experience that it was the right path. And every year we learn through the mistakes, lots of uh, you know, uh, easy, not easy dynamics. But I think that's how humans, they, they evolve. And I feel very fortunate to be surrounded by a beautiful team of people. They really support and and hold the space together. And I think that's the, the quality I'm most concerned about is how to hold the space in, in order to, to provide the, the uh, experience for people you know, to journey through movement, through self-discovery and dynamics as well. So there's a lot of things going on in that event. It's, it goes more than just exploring dancing patterns it's a little bit more all-encompassing. Okay, this is bringing me immediately to the next thing that I want to talk about with you. Is like, what is the role? Let's maybe let's start with, if you could quickly describe what you're doing. I know it's very complex. It's very big. It's a big world, but I am really interested. Like, if you could, for a normal person that is maybe have seen dance on stage, but never really went to a class. What is exactly that you are teaching? What is your, what is, what is this kind of movement that you're doing? Yeah, this is a question I have for myself. And every time I, I question, I get a different answer. And I think the answer are, changes along the way as my perception mm -hmm towards what I'm doing also change. Even though it seems like I'm on a constant track 
but the understanding and perhaps the depth what what is happening in that space also changes is in a constant process of evolution it's uh, not easy to answer that and i feel it the answer it gets shaped according to who is asking the, the question so it's never a fixed answer i i that's had the way I've been living out my life, um, mm -hmm. pretty much formlessly, allowing the 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 energies or the information that is present in the environment also to dictate what needs to be expressed. So it can be in terms of a guiding a, a class, but it also can be answering a question. And sometimes it mm -hmm. it generates confusion in people because people they want to expect they expect a certain a certain answer and and usually when i feel people they are they want to format a mm -hmm. known idea a knowledge i tend to deconstruct that i tend to not deliver exactly if i feel if it's a very intuitive relationship you know so but now try to be a little bit more direct to to, to your point to give a little bit hints what what you know what what is happening in that space and definitely it it the vehicle that i use it, it has uh, elements and principles from martial arts from dance as as you already spoken i come from this um, capoeira background so it's my first uh, register in terms of body language and uh, how how the other patterns that are are allowing other other uh, practices to be include but the, the first, the mother language of my body, it comes from Capoeira. Um, so uh, yes, it has this, this fachada that you are playing, uh, we are exploring dance, movements, improvisation, creativity. However, I've been, in, during my whole life, I've been very curious about the nature of uh, our life. No, I'm, I'm kind of existential guy, so to speak. Something mm -hmm. that extrapolates the, the the formal disciplines that you you walk along our path. So I think it is this comp component of, uh, of exploring the nature of reality or existence. It's uh, it's something that it's being sort of expressed or or conduct through the the, the physical practices. And so it's a, a bit abstract to speak about that. It's not very tangible. So I, I if people are really curious uh, to understand that, uh, I, I can do my very best to explain or share the website, some, some readings. But the best is to come over and to taste in the flesh what is, this is about. Otherwise, you may have an idea but your idea may not be completely in alignment what is, is happening. Because, especially today, because today there are so much uh, ideas that you, people quickly, they make up. When you see Instagrams, they, they, we, we, we all tend to put things in certain categories. And that's where I, I sort of challenge myself, because yes, there is a certain kind of category you can fit the kind of practices that I do, but the, the real content <clears throat> extrapolates that. And it's not very easy to, mm -hmm. to explain, to describe. You know? So th that's why lots of people, they start to relate to the practice to many other practice that I don't have uh, an, an expertise into that, but because of the essence of what is being 
cultivate it 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 embraces uh, uh, the essence of other other practices and, and for me this is extremely inspiring and I get fascinated when I see people relating you know, to in principle completely unrelated practice but the, the, the correlations are found in ways that surprise me so I, I get a lot I get a lot of uh, uh, ideas and and I think my perception also expands and changes as I start to interact with people from other fields so it's a thing it's a it's a, it's a two-way uh, mm -hmm. path of uh, exchanging knowledge information and and life experiences so to speak <laughs> i i think i understand uh briefly i think this was a maybe very far from brief explanation but i do um from what i understand there is the physical and then there is the metaphysical so what you are searching as a human being for and what you are and the tool is the physical to understand yeah. it right let's simplify let's simplify um, in this way yes okay physical but perhaps the content is metaphysical although i never use it i, and, I don't i don't use so much this word metaphysical but yes it's uh, we can relate it's, to that it's quite it's a quite charged word to use um so I'm, I'm wondering uh, how to put it in the words. What is, so basically you are searching for something all the time and you're exploring as it goes. I think hence the name, the formless or the liquid, everything that is constantly changing. I like the, I, you probably know the interview with Bruce Lee when he's talking about being like water. That's the classic uh, embodiment of that. And, and I'm wondering, like i imagine connecting back to your body and connecting to the movement is something that can um yeah that that can help you to discover all this metaphysical i mean i wonder if we would agree and if you would agree then i wonder like if you could tell me a little bit about your path because i understand and as i know you i understand that you're constantly searching for something that is not like one thing that you know and master like the capoeira but from capoeira you depart and you you seek into other movement forms that exist in order to find this a certain thing and I, i'm wondering um if you could tell me a little bit about this journey of seeking through the movement uh for yeah i what is this what is it i don't know it's metaphysical mm. Or, or I don't know if my if my interpretation is even correct. Yes, I, I'm not. I will, I'm not sure if if I would uh, consider myself like a seeker, even though it it, mm -hmm. it may be the case. But at least I'm not constantly seeking for an ultimate understanding. No, I I, I mm -hmm. feel more kind of engage in 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 the process of living and 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 the living in, involves uh, dealing with the mystery things that you can't understand and i think this relationship to this unknown it 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 
it feeds this curiosity to you know, mm -hmm. to get to know more aspects that maybe are a little bit polluted or a little bit clouded with the concepts with the ideas so for me maybe the the what you refer to being this process of searching is not searching something new to include into the old but is look into the old and see if it can open up the old if if it can create space in this old and maybe to reveal something that doesn't need to be found something that is there inherently if i if I, if in my mind if i'm seeking something i'm looking for something that's outside of me and and then again it can create a sense of expectation oh if i found that then i have a a recipe for whatever for happiness for peace of mind and so i don't have so much of these objectives in my mind no mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i i'm very curious to to investigate who is this this formless person behind all these names and these forms mm -hmm. and this is done through so the movement what? and through the body because i honor the fact that we although the element of consciousness is formless you know it, it, you, mm -hmm. but the fact that to experience life through the body which is the form so there is a sense of uh, interplay between form and formlessness mm -hmm. and the body gives uh, our uh, percep perceptual apparatus our sensory organs that's the way we experience life but again it's also a way of being conditioned certain ways Mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and so that i have more questions than answers right but i think this is the best approach to have the most questions like i think with every answer there comes like thousands of more yeah. questions like that's the nature of research in a way and i think uh, it's really nice that you can get um on board a lot of people to in to join this research because this is what I feel that you are doing is that you, um, yeah, that you get people to join you for this search for something. And, and, and I think, um, or maybe it's not a search. Maybe it's like something that you say, it's just a practice of living. That is the, yeah, the, the, the formless practice. I'm wondering because Nowadays, we live so much in the technology and so much uh, in this virtual space, which in itself, you could also say it's formless. It's some kind of net of connecting us. I mean, we are being cyborgs together with all the machines that help us communicate with each other. And I'm wondering if we can already think about ourselves as just one organism or are we still separate entities that that can interact with each other i'm wondering what do you think like have we do we still have our own uh selves or are we already so connected that that we blend into the one or have we always been blend, blending into the one as a human beings i'm, I'm wondering what you think mm. about it <laughs> I think there are lots of uh, different ideas about this subject you know, of, of uh, being separate as a as a form of illusion. 
and I decided to speak from only the aspects I am able to embody. And I can contemplate, I can entertain these ideas that yes, in you know, at certain dimension, maybe it's uh, all the same. It really doesn't matter. Maybe there was an absolute truth about that. But my experience is very limited. So I experience the separateness. So I don't want to over, override my experience with an idea that is outside just because I, I like that idea so I can, I can overlayer my experience with the concepts, which it, it, it doesn't make justice. It's not really, it's not truthful to what I experience. So I, mm -hmm. yes, I, I, I entertain this idea that we are one single organism. Yes, but it's not really how I, I experience when I wake up my bed, like how I experience it. You, you understand? Like I, I, I make a judgments about what has more value than other things. You know? and, mm -hmm. and, and this has to be coherent some, somehow with the, every, every action that I take. It has to also be coherent with the, the kind of a speech or discourse that, you know. And so in, in that sense, I, well, I, I, I wonder like, if, I, if I have this awakening, this realization, with, you know, and we're all the same, and maybe death doesn't matter so much, and we can transcend this, this, this dream, this illusion. That's fine. But it, if it has to happen, it has to happen naturally, not forging through a conceptualization that's not powerful like how I, I engage in life. So I'm, I try to be just able to, to capture what is under my reach. So that, I think that's been part of the process to clean a little bit, whatever is appealing, but it's not much, you know, in, in, in interaction with, uh, with something that's very down to earth. No, that's something that is, mm -hmm. it's the craft of, you know, of engaging in, in, the, in, in the reality where I find myself right now. And now when we speak about the, the virtual world, yeah, this is an interesting philosophical question. You know? How much these, these uh, cyborg-like uh, tendencies you make us more connect? You know? And then we have to, to define a little bit what means uh, connectivity. So if, if, if connection, it's happened on this level, then perhaps, yes, we have been kind of more connect. But perhaps there have been also certain degrees of compromise in other possibilities of being connect. And maybe we're being less connect in other ways. So it, again, depends how we're going to make an interpretation of uh, connectivity. What, what does it mean? You know? mm -hmm. And if you, if you focus on these two sense, hearing and, 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 and visual sense, sight, yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic that we can be connected with so many people at the same time. On the other hand, it's a reducing of our our whole mankind history. Like you know, we've been evolved through all the senses, so we are we are not maybe honoring so much as at least not as much as we could honor the, the biological system. You know, the the the, the biological uh, legacy, so to speak. 
So this is, this is a, it's a concern that I have, especially now during the pandemics, where there was this big catalyst, big shift from our deeds, you know, in, from, steering from engaging a more organic physical fashion into the virtual world. So the, 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 the possibility to adapt, adopt this as the new normal, and we can easily you know, um, um, frame ourselves into this, which I think is more abnormal than normal. And it's, a, it's very concerning. Maybe not for for the for people who are already known trapped in this world, but for for people like us who depend very much on on this organic physical interaction, yeah, social distance and you know all these these measures that all this this fear that is is creating you no know, distance between us is this a connection? We are getting more connected or less connected? I don't know. It depends. Maybe in some ways we're getting yeah, more connected. In other ways, maybe you're getting less connected. It's, it all depends mm -hmm. on the context, how you perceive the dynamics. So you're saying that, uh, that uh, we are getting more disconnected. And I'm just wondering because... Um, I mean, on one hand, we are getting more connected. On the other hand, we have to distance each other through social distancing. And yeah, it's, it's, I'm wondering what is the role of a physical practice? Because for me, let's say as a, someone who, because you say that you depend on it. And I think I would say that I also depend on it because without training for a few days, I will get crazy. I mean, without being with myself first and without being with other people second i would uh, over a longer period of time i'm just getting yeah i'm just getting a little bit crazy for although for me the being with myself like being able to grasp my physical identity is something that um i don't know that that that, that, that fuels my existence in a way and i'm just wondering because nowadays we, people live in so much distance to their own bodies and I think to their own selves. And I'm wondering what is the role of us as some kind of movement practitioners or movement, what, what can we even say, it? teachers, facilitators, some pe people who really specifically focus on, on on connecting people to themselves and I'm wondering I'm wondering why is this important or is it important is this something that we need to cultivate still and 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 what do you think about all of that I think the first consideration it's it has to do with this role I've been playing as a facilitator it's a dangerous role in the sense that people can get uh, entrapped in, 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 I don't know, some egoic uh, uh, motivations, you know, and, and oh, I have, a, uh, I, have I, I can teach something for people, I can do something good for, uh, and you no, know, I'm, I'm, 
I've been following this path for, for many years. So that, that's a, one thing I, I like to also to reflect. Again, not, not, I don't have an, a satisfying answer for that. You know, what's the, how much is my social responsibility? How much uh, I, I become a bit more nihilist, like I, I don't care, like there's no meaning, people do whatever they want. So it's, I, I can see myself oscillating. And it depends again my mood. So it, everything changes, and 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 I have to allow also myself to to change in this in this confusion. So having said that, I, I I'm more convinced that I don't I don't have um, any I don't have to do I don't have anything to do with the with the people's path somehow. So if there's something that I can expressed and if if there's some pe people in resonance with that or they are just attracted to that so you can connect by a matter of affinity and exchange life somehow well, this is fantastic but it's not up to me to to step out in the world and say hey guys look i have something valuable for you because uh, now we we are losing some degrees of connectivity, so I can help you, like to to find, you no. Know? So in, in that sense, I'm become I'm become a bit more more careful how to approach the the the, the role that I've been playing, if 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 you if you understand. But it's again not withdrawing myself away. I'm not doing less. I'm not giving up like the, the play. Is it still a play? So we're part of the play, you no. Know? But it's just a relationship to that role that is also changing as I'm aging, as my mind is also changing mm -hmm. in this perspective. What I, I, I see now with this polarization, maybe that lots of people, they are enjoying to, to go deep into this path of uh, virtual connection. So I'm not making any crusade against that. I'm not, uh, no, I have a critical sense for sure and a common sense as well. And uh, I think it's it's uh, great if you have a voice. And I I'm just eager to connect with people who are, you know, these kind of uh, like-minded people, someone who who naturally gravitate to each other. And I think this is created a space and environment where you can express yourself more freely, without having to force, without having to fight so much. And things start to happen effortlessly, more organically. So that's what the, maybe the space I'm sort of cultivating, and and how is I I I see my my role of facilitator without having too much of a projection in this in in a very complex and larger scenario that we are going on in this moment. Let, let's just so say one thing. If people are, if, if people are going to compromise the connection of the body, in a way, I, I can have my opinion. I can say, yeah, it's a pity. Yeah, maybe this is not, no. But it's the problem, no? In a way, it's like, uh, I care, but I also don't mm -hmm. care. Instead, like, I, it's not, no? So, but then it's always a fine line. How much can allow this, these things to go to a certain level that also start to affect your freedom? And I think it's a very good example now. 
mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. a, no of, of a, a health uh, situation that everybody's so concerned or so much fear. So there's a new mindset that start to be very prevailing, and that also can compromise the space, the room for you to to do the things that not affecting others, but even your, your little space. So then it becomes a you know, a question of how much you should engage in this situation, how much you should be more proactive you know, and, and, and doing something also to reclaim a space, not to change other people, at least not to lose the, the given freedom that you used to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a thing like with with you know not being able to do contact improvisation, not do, being able to have dance classes. I mean, now it's changing, but you still cannot touch. You still have to keep a lot of distance. And yeah, I guess it's. I think touch is very essential to our existence. And I mean, you say that uh, you withdraw yourself a little bit from telling people what to do, which is, I think, completely to appreciate. However, um, yeah, what about what about the general sense? What about the general role of us? Because we've been we've been doing it for so long and we've been giving it or you've been giving this to the world for so long. Don't you feel that that there is some important influence that that movement art has on people in general because i mean i can say that you can help some individual but i have the feeling that if a movement for example is introduced in school it can change a generation look if if there's something in 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 my practice or in the on on the 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 things i i love to engage that can support people Mm-hmm. And for sure, I, I'm very committed and I'm able to, to exchange information and not hold back anything. But what, what I, I, I tend to be very careful nowadays is that I, I don't like to, to think that I, I have the, the importance of helping anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if I have this thing in my mind, I think that's what I was telling you before. This is a dangerous mindset even even if 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 you look from a more distant perspective and you can see you know things are you know beneficial somehow but i want to distance myself from from the importance that i i i can help people now things it may happen mm-hmm. for sure i'm not naive to that but it's not the instance i i like to to take it deliberately it's a you know Mm-hmm. But I'm more, I'm more engaged. I'm more interested in engaging in in, in relationships and, and 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 see like what what comes out from their living process. And if you can learn from each other, if you can inform each other, and especially the practice, we we, we I think well, particularly for this practice that we we reflect a lot our blind spots and the, and, and the shadows. No, and I like that. I like to 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 face not only you know the the image that you project, the image that makes us feel good, no, and no, the image that makes us very popular. So I like to 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 face the other other sides that we usually deny. You put aside, 
you know, it's not very comfortable to visit those spaces. So if and then I I see by being um, you know seeing people going through storms after some sessions or not feeling so good. So if I was uh, expecting to get uh, a feedback as a, someone who is uh, you now uh, bringing this feeling of satisfaction, immediate satisfaction of the person, I would be very, very frustrated or, or very secure because that was not happening. It was almost the opposite. <laughs> like people are having a difficulty to look at you because you're the one who sort of uh, triggered this, this uncomfortableness or this, this storm emotions. This so, is... but, yeah. This approach is very, very, very rare nowadays, I have to say, because I have the feeling that nowadays if people go to a dance class, they expect to be, or the, let's say in the, maybe not the ultimate professional world, but let's say in the majority of the commercial world, like people expect to have first and foremost good time. And how can you get, how, could, how can you even dare going against that? Like, what what will it do to your personal economy? Like, how can you even start digging for people's mm. energy if you if you are part of this economy which goes in favor of those classes where you actually feel good? Well, definitely, we all need to to make our living. We need to think about pragmatic. Uh, uh, resolutions, how to earn enough money in order to afford a dignified life. And I do share such concerns. You know? mm -hmm. And I'm also aware that at a larger picture, maybe this approach is not the most popular one. But then it becomes, it becomes a question. How much authenticity can you afford? How much you're gonna like you're going to compromise what really what you know what moves you deep inside because you need to make your living. So then let's adapt or let's compromise in order to, to be part of a certain wave. So I think not only as a as a facilitator, but especially as an artist, as a as a mm -hmm. as a as a dancer or as a performer. No, and, and it's a very hard world to, to, you know, to make a live. It's very hard to find a project that is very fulfilling. And I know lots of people, they end up I mean, uh, joining projects which are not very fulfilling. Maybe it's a certain degrees, in a certain ways, certain aspects. But then if you want just to do the projects that will be fully aligned with your soul, people will starve, right? So and then, yes, then there's a depression that <laughs> lots of people, they end up losing the sense of, uh, of this uh, soulful connection because you get trapped in this, this commercial, this business way. And then you have to stop for a while and look behind and see that if that original motivation that made you become a kind of an artist is still alive, if that, if that fire is still burning, because you, you may just... Uh, Okay, and now I do this project, which is a step. So this step leads to another step. And suddenly you, you shape your whole path as an artist. That is just a stray leading you away from, from, you know, mm -hmm. from what, what you sort of intending or you're so motivated to, you know, to, 
to face because it was not for money, right? If it's not for money, it, it must pay off in a different ways. So yeah, it's, uh, it's it's like I have the feeling that I mean, being an artist in a way pays already so little, whatever you do, that if you don't do it like from the heart, then what's the point? Like why why going on this hard path? Because you can as well do the things that you love while doing something else. But if you already like choose to take those steps to lead that lead to another steps that lead to another steps, then you in in the process if you lose yourself. Like I have this experience all the time. Like I always have to revert myself. Like but actually. I hate this part of my job. Why am I doing it? Why am I spending so much energy on this part of the job that I really don't like? And how can I make it so that I can like minimize this part that I hate so much, for example, and 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 focus on the things that I really love because I've been building, for example, in my life the blocks that lead to blocks that lead to blocks that lead to blocks because I am aware of the path. But sometimes the path is yeah it's it's uh, it takes the yeah the authenticity yeah. authenticity away yeah authenticity and and yeah i think it's really important what you say in this because uh, it's really easy to forget especially if you're like under this pressure of of okay how do i make it to the next uh day <laughs> or <Sorry>. month <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite amazed with, because when I got to know you, yes, you were already very successful. You were teaching an impulse stance and yes, you've been, you're, you've been having your experience at, uh, professional companies that you've been teaching them. And I think I would, I would be able to call you very, very successful. But then you did something else, like you, 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 you decided to engage in this uh, Russian martial art. You decided to do everything slightly differently to go in this uh, more personalized path. And nowadays you are in a completely different place than you were when I got to know you. So I have the feeling that this just proves that staying true to what you actually really believe in is sometimes the good way. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Uh, I, now, to link this uh, comment that you just made with the previous uh, subject about uh, how much we should compromise our path, uh, and when I look when I look backwards in 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 let's say my professional trajectory, I. I think I never, I never compromised. I, I never did mm -hmm. something and that was like only half satisfied. No, I think I was a, maybe a bit uh, spoiled or or stubborn or a mix of qualities or maybe sometimes even a bit arrogant, which is okay. I just want to do what I love to do, and then so I, I live like like that. So I believe so much into that. Mm -hmm. So I never, I never had to do anything that I really, I just could not imagine myself doing something. It was, no, it's not a possibility. And, and, mm -hmm. and, it, and it worked. And it's it still, it's still working. Now I have a big concern because of this pandemic. 
and I don't want to do this online course. No, everybody's doing online courses, like, you know, and I am just so sure that I, I you know, what I do is this kind of talks, I, 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 it's not okay, everybody's doing, but this I, I can relate. But the, the kind of a practice, you know, to format, you know, you know, online courses, it doesn't speak to my soul. So for now, I cannot do, maybe tomorrow or next month, I can get some light. So in somehow, I feel always very strong. And, and I think when you are, live life like that, there is a sense of a trust. It's not all that kind of a trust that you have. Oh, yes, I trust. Like, it's just, no, it's just part of, of uh, how you get engaged with these impulses. Mm -hmm. And things start to happen somehow in ways that you, you, you get surprised. So it's been not always easy journey at all. And because of this uh, particularity in the way I share or facilitate the, the, the process, it is, it was uh, not very well received in the more mainstream. So I was uh, more popular maybe 10, 15 years ago, you know, in the contemporary dance mm -hmm. in Europe. And I see lots of doors closing to me, closing, closing. Now recently it was also in posters, like, you know, and, and, and it's been, in that, that way it's been tough, but I never get a moment of, oh, I want to go back there. I want to like, no, I will stop the process. I could, it, was not a, it was not a choice. I could not stop the process. I, I didn't have, I never felt a choice that I could, uh, I could see my ego screaming. I could see the conflict. I could see lots of emotions and for sure it's been lots of crises. But the, the, the choice for me, to stop this process and going back to the space I used to be just because I had more popularity or had more recognition was never a choice. So, and then life will start to show you that you can, all the things are waiting for you that you cannot know now. But if you want to control from that point of being lost in this uncertainty, it's too much also for, for the structure, for the emotional structure for some, some people. So in that way, I think this, this uh, strong uh, or, or uh, drive or you're so you know, sure about the certain certainty that wrong and I don't know, things happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You. But uh, at some point you, I have the feeling that you totally embraced the contemporary world like i think that's that's also a part of it like the alertness to the technology and to media of communication that exists nowadays i have the feeling that there are a lot of people okay that they um they want to do what they want to do and they go against what it's being told to them and uh, they are sticking to what they love but they are not alert on what is going on right now and i think i think it, you could say it's a part of the formless practice but i have the feeling that that you've been embracing a lot the what is right now available on the technological sense of things so i have the feeling that your practice is also alive because you've been uh, you've been cultivating those Facebook groups, those communities, those Instagram page, those this yeah. website, and so on. 
and constantly innovating through like starting new camps here and there and so on. So I have the feeling that it's this is also a very, very big part of it, like this work, that the, the work of adapting to what is out there. Yeah. It's been a process, man. It hasn't been easy. And I'm not doing this alone. Yeah. I have a, a team of people. And this adaptation into technology, especially Instagram, Facebook, it has brought out a lot of my own resistance. So I always find myself in conflict. Right. And so it's a, it's, a, it's a dialogue that I constant conflict I have. And we do use it, uh -huh. but sometimes it's a use also to criticize that somehow. Also to, to express my my sometimes my frustration satisfaction mm -hmm. you know and and that's what I, I i i feel i can't compromise but i don't want to be also too radical i don't want to be, become too judgmental too critical even though sometimes it, it's, it's the experience like that so that's what I've, i i would like to smooth out more but I, I if if the if the means is about sharing to have a voice sometimes i i may appear of being a little bit radical yeah, I can't help, like, you know, I see, like, how people are losing their their authenticity, then uh, again, again, like, who are you to tell people losing or not, they can't see, but in, on the other hand, everybody's sharing their opinions, everybody's getting engaged in them, you know, so, and it's, it's very, very complicated uh, dynamics to understand how to, to position myself in this social media way, uh -huh. you know, so lots of our people become sometimes a bit artificial, you know, and it's all about image. It's all about uh, projecting an image that, you know, it's, it's all the, the validation that you get. Mm -hmm. and, and then Are you I susceptible feel, to this validation as well? Well, uh, I think the, 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 the ego, it's, uh, it, it, it can at times feel a bit more sorry there was more it can be a sense of self-pity and you can you can judge all like but i think i've been going through so many closing mm -hmm. in my in my which was very tough and i don't wish to it's not something that i, I wish to you know it's not something that say yes great a festival is not it's closing the door for me you don't relate to the, it's like the idea of success is not about that mm -hmm. the idea of success in our materialist world is like how much accomplishment you can get in your life what are your degrees no so there's a, a certain um, set of values that is very much established by by a cultural conditioning which is not necessarily speaking to what means to you as a as a as a living being and sometimes we do we do we all know even as a dancer we know that injury is not something that we're going to cherish an injury but you, you we know that it very often we can learn a lot from injuries we can learn a lot of our, our bodies we can now we can grow a lot so i think the the the, the process of growing through difficulties and confrontations it's something that we know empirically ex you know, through experiences but it's, it's again like it's not like how the society has been sort of set up because the 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 image that society wants to to validate you it's always showing 
the beautiful mask. So you're afraid of showing our, our ugly side. You know? and, and that's where I have difficulty because if, uh, if that is, is the, it becomes the, the pre predominant means, so there's something, there's a deep, deep hole, there's a deep, deep dark side that is gonna be sort of pushed down into spaces that is gonna create lots of dysfunctionalities. And then, yes, you can have one speech that you may appear very successful, but is that, is that really coherent to the, how you express your, your daily life? I don't know. I don't want to judge because, again, individuals are very complex, but as a general tennis, I see a big mm -hmm. pitfalls in, these, uh, in this kind of, how uh, say, tennis, where the, the, the world is, is pulling people. In, in to believe in these these fallacies, I, 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 I this I am very clear about. I don't I use it, but I have to be all the time questioning and 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 getting distance. Let's say the same process that I was in in my career as a teacher that I feel lots of exclusions in Facebook. Mm -hmm. I also experienced that. I have five thousand people on Facebook. But it's like having no people at all because if I put something on my wall, I have no reaction. Seriously, with five thousand people, I have <laughs> I have no reaction. So, whoa! At the point, I was frustrated because I was comparing myself to the people, and like, come on, like, and what is so? Then I would even try to manipulate a little bit, like, and then at a certain moment, I thought, you know what? I could not care less about that. So I now I have a complete detachment from the mm -hmm. from the from my personal relationship mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. Facebook or Instagram. But then we use in a professional way, which is not mm -hmm. even only me, it's the team. So there is a very clear purpose, it's a business. So then I can honor the two. But as a, as a personal thing, I feel like life was want to give me a lesson, which is like a, you have no recognition. Doesn't matter how many people, like you know, and so I, I was almost invited or forced, like to to the, to let go of that. Otherwise, you just create more pain. I would just be like in the space of a comparison and and frustration. That is, so I had to to move on. I have to put my mind in a different in a different space. It's a space that is connected mm -hmm. again to, to to the source of what moves me, and not the the you know the this illusion that the, the formulas, the recipes of success, if it's how many, many people like your post, how many, like, a, I find, I find this, yes, it's not black, white, there's a great aspect of this technology, but it also, it messes up like the, the understanding of uh, who you are in this life. It puts lots of ideas that necess not necessarily for your best interest, and you're not even understand mm -hmm what you become, especially the new generations who have no, no clue how life can be exercised and be performed without this technology. They don't have any other frame of reference. We do. So, and even if you do, we still, we are seduced by this technology. For those who are coming now, mm -hmm. it's either that or, I don't know, you, you commit suicide, you get in depression, you take pills in order to cope with your your insecurities, like, you know, it's, it's very cruel, I feel. And I'm concerned about that. I would like also to share this, this information. But then when I see there's a huge wave 
pulling people this direction? Who am I to, to, to criticize that? Who am I to, no, I, I, I do it. I, I certainly do, but I do it without uh, mm -hmm. detaching myself from, it's the paradox. I do, but I don't have a expectations that I have the role of, of changing this because it's a wave that is much larger than us. So I'm part of that as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I have to, to, to be, to have the freedom to express myself at the same time, to be a bit humble. That is, if something has to happen, it's like this pandemic. So let's uh, navigate this wave together. But then I think the, the, the ultimate ability is how we're going to navigate this wave. What do you want to express? With whom? What is the qualities you want to cultivate in life? So this is the questions I always bring in the practice. Is it like a little shaking, mm -hmm. shaking, a little, uh, no one, it's a, shift a little bit, like a look from this angle and, and, and see if you're missing something, if you know, otherwise you just get like caught in this, uh, in this uh, frenetic routine, this, you know, and you, you never have a stop moment to, to put everything suspension and, and wait, slow down. And I think in, in that in that sense, there's a great opportunity for many people who are slowing down now. But you see again, lots of people they are they're finding this benefit to meet themselves in this pandemic. Other people they're freaking out. They go and meet in distraction in, into into you know in the virtual world, yes, alcohol, alcohol or, or even online courses. I want to read like a replace my life. In, in <laughs> no, in uh, set up the new way of uh, of making a business, but you know, in in a way, it's also is a great opportunity to stop everything that you could not stop before and being a bit lost in this void and experience the feeling of falling very badly, and and embrace the fall, and and see it like you know how you can learn how to fly instead of uh, resisting the fall through all these means of uh, of distraction, so. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it makes sense if you got yeah, a little totally bit abstract, connect. but that's uh, it has to do with the core of the practice. Yeah, I can completely connect to that. Is uh, yeah, this thing with resisting the fall and with uh, yeah, with being open to actually the new opportunities that are there. I mean, I don't want to criticize someone who is setting up online classes. I think this is a very nice idea in general as a like side business that maybe it will it will evolve into some extra resource later on. But if it's just this frantic uh, need to to replace something that is not happening with something new then maybe then there is a problem like if if we can say that if, if this is really coming from 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 your like need like from your from your interest genuine interest in this then i think it's okay as i think a lot of actions to take actions i mean i've been through this pandemic i've been having so many inspirations to do so many things and I have the feeling that this is uh, is great. I've spent a lot of time just chilling and 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 reflecting, but from this reflecting, there came like double the ideas that I normally have. So I just feel like I need to also 
accept that and, and, and let it happen as opposed to just, you know, do nothing. But I also don't feel that this is really, and, and like, I, I don't feel that this is like, how to, how to call it? It's not a compensation in a way. It's something extra, something that I always wanted to do. Now, finally, I have time to do it because I'm like taken away from this regular uh, way of things. So suddenly I'm not constricted by the obligations and the, especially the obligations, the, the obligation to how the life is, because this is the biggest obligation. I feel like that this is the way the life is right now. This is the way the, this is the way things work, but suddenly you realize that there are many other ways in which life can work, even within your own profession. So I, I, I really like that uh, shift of paradigm that is happening right now. Yes, I miss, you know, touring. I miss presenting in festivals. I miss maybe even doing the networking meetings. But at the same time, I have, thanks to this situation, I feel that, that I discovered a lot of other aspects of life and, and generally this profession that I've been totally neglecting and basically not, not being open enough to see even because once you're like caught up with these things, then they, they, they just like, they are not existing, but they are somewhere inside. And I think this journey inside is, is, is very valuable and yeah. But anyway, I've been always having the advantage of being able to be with myself like I know a lot of people they cannot stay alone with themselves they cannot stay alone with their thoughts they freak out when when there is no one around and luckily I'm not this kind of person but for this kind of people I'm I'm, I'm it must be really really tough to suddenly be disconnected completely yeah yeah uh, journey inside. I think journey inside is something that, that art can really facilitate in a way because I feel that because there is this there is this general question like is art valuable? Is art something that we need? Is art something that because art is some kind of uh, putting th like connecting things that don't make any sense like art just is the chaos that we let into our lives in a way as opposed to the science and generally the mm. the way things work management and so on art is this piece of chaos in my opinion that we allow in our lives and i'm wondering what is your what is your i mean of course you're like an in a way an artist of movement you of course been a dancer and a choreographer but i'm wondering what is your what is your opinion on that? Because nowadays, like there are all these cuts in 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 the ministries of cultures around the world, and 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 art is being defunded because other things are more important. But I'm wondering, what is your opinion on 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 art as being this piece of chaos that we, in a way, have to add to our lives, or do we? I don't know. What is your idea? Maybe it's a a little, little bit silly to put into categories, but just to facilitate the, the argument here, I, I would say that 
I see two two different ways of conceiving art. Mm -hmm. I think there is one level for artist expression is is that which you cannot not do. It's inevitable. It's something that is it's not something that you have to you know you become professional in order to express that. It's, it's just inherent to your to your relationship to life. I would I would I would regard as you said is the, the scales something that comes from your subconscious mind from from more the from psychological perspective or more spirituality it doesn't matter which kind of labels you use but that's a relationship to the mystery it's telling stories and and expressing something and find the means whether it's from from painting from movement from dancing from 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 music uh, no or sculpture it doesn't matter or it can be cooking or it can be you know anything that you do it's a relationship to, to that thing maybe that thing itself is not even considered an art form but the relationship that you do it can be very artistic mm -hmm. because it's full of creativity it's full of space for you to you know, to express this uniqueness but and then we when you when you start to look at the art as an industry the label being an artist then becomes a little bit more complex to analyze what is the the, the functional of that art you know because that art is also involved with the politics is involved with the, with the with the lots of factors that that are somehow uh favoring you know the artist to to have a dignified position society to live but sometimes you, you recognize that it's not very fair as well. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's favoring certain populations. Other populations not. So there are lots of decisions, lots of um, schemes that are um, ingrained in, in the, in the, the so-called the formal artistic environment that, that I sometimes I feel, that, that I feel a gap. I don't feel there's a clear connection between what really means to be you know, a genuine artist and what mm -hmm. is to be like a professional artist and i can see professional artists but um, so commercial that i i can't find like you no know, in, in a more analytical or critical sense mm -hmm. i cannot find at least artist qualities that will strike me and would move my soul and i could find artist qualities maybe in homeless people People who are completely excluded from society, but they are, can be amazing because they are so in in, in, in integrity. But they may cannot no, they're not maybe even aware of the artist. So then the moment we we self label artist, and then it's my question: maybe you're already losing this genuine quality of being artist. You become too self conscious of that, but it becomes again the business becomes a way of you know of making my my living. No, I have to like. No, I have to present myself. I have to to find funds or grants, whatever. So, which is okay. But how much of these endeavors start to compromise what really means to be an almost an unself-conscious artist? No, and I think the ideal, if you can bridge that, if you can, if you can create a space to reclaim dignity as an artist. And at the same time, inside you're always cultivating this this original space where your art is 
is outpouring. And I think if, if you manage to create this bridge internally, and then I think you are well, you are good. There is a, there is a good balance in, 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 in doing both. You know? Because if you just be like a genuine artist, maybe you're not like, you cannot make you know, your way in your life. You know? But if you just go for, for, you know, for pursuing you know, the, the career as an artist, you may also forget it easily. It's a, it's a kind of previous subject. So, Do you ever see yourself yeah. also, because I understand that you emphasize the perspective of, from, of an artist itself, of the artist itself. I'm wondering if you ever see yourself as a consumer of art or some kind of receiver of art. Uh, do you also, because I'm, I'm wondering about this perspective as well, because you can say everyone is an artist, but also everyone is potentially, seeing art potentially, and perceiving yeah. and potentially, potentially. yeah, but <laughs> potentially, yeah, if yeah. they let themselves to be, but I'm wondering about the, yeah, like the, your way as a perceiver of art, because this is also what I'm interested in. Like, do we need art? Is art necessary for our society, for all of us to survive? I think art has a, has a very important function in the society, in a way. And I think art is something that is happening and is, is going to happen because it belongs to, to the qualities of a, what it means to be human. But again, when you, when you start to, to, to carry a flag that you need to do art in order to save our world, then I have questions about it. Then I start mm -hmm. to believe less in this kind of art, as I would believe in less in any kind of ideology. If art becomes an ideology, um, mm. I have less interest of consuming. But art is just happening, you know, in a more formal way, in a less formal way, it's happening. And, and however it's being expressed, and I think it's uh, still, um, um, serving society, even in a more commercial way, it's still like you know, it's still serving certain populations. So, it's uh, it's important to have this big variety of uh, artist expressions because you're also very different. So, in in, in that that sense, I've become a little less critical to acknowledge that all the nuances of of art is also you no know, fitting. The, the the nuanced society that we live because you are not like we are so di diverse from each other so we are so different mm -hmm. you no know? so i'm not going to expect that everybody is going to understand the contemporary dance because most of the oh, people no, who no, are no. not in contemporary dance they they, <laughs> they find extremely boring like uh, i don't understand that what is no so and then if if the people inside the contemporary dance they think that the contemporary dance is, is the ultimate everything everything like I, I think you are you are, you are missing a, a big part of the puzzle here, no you are in your your bubble, no and thinking that what you are doing has a great importance in the world but you are practically inexistent for ninety nine percent of the population they have absolutely no clue what is contemporary dance. And you think that, uh, yes, it's very important to make art. Like, no, and this self-aggrandizing, you know, I don't know, we have to be a little bit 
uh, see things from different perspectives in order to understand what's their function, what is the importance of what, what you do. Uh, you know? And I think in an in individual level, yes, yes, if it's important for you, that's your life. So there's nothing more important than you expressing yourself to that particular art. But you wouldn't think that your art is going to be important for society at, at, at a, a grander scale. It becomes a bit more tricky. Maybe maybe your art, but maybe the art in general. I, I, I think I would more consider like this kind of activity because I mean, I feel that, as I said before, like I feel that this is a piece of chaos, a piece of unregulation that exists because art is so, for me, it's always about breaking this um, logical bar, like logical constructs that we have and and introducing the things that are illogical, that make no sense. And, and, and I think exposing to people to things that don't make any sense is very, very important for the general sanity because it's like, I'm not saying that, for example, that alcohol is good. I would not say that alcohol is good, but alcohol, for example, has a function of um, distancing a person from the normal, and I think that the more we stay in the normal, the more insane we get, because the more we are like in this box that functions in a certain way, the more we uh, become, I guess, distanced from ourselves, the more we like, I have the feeling that the human being is the creativity aspect of human being and the adaptability aspect of human being is something that that helps him or her to not get crazy simply because uh, I feel that if you can, if you have to repeat one task over and over every day, then at some point you, you just burn out, you just gone. And I feel that art is somehow one of the counterpoints to this effect in a way, mm. I don't know if it makes any sense to you, but I, I always seen it like this. I always seen it like this extra force that is taking the order and, and, and taking like, and breaking it a little bit, this perfect human organized world and adding a little bit of chaos mm. to it. And we need this for, for sanity. This is my, this is my point here. Like, I feel that we need this. Yeah, I agree. I need I, this, I agree. but maybe I'm biased. I think if you, if you manage ourselves living in a dystopian society without art, that, that possibly would, would feel strongly the importance of uh, art. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, if, if you just become machine-like uh, um, uh, citizens you know, and fulfilling tasks and never relating mm -hmm. to this never having never given space for us to to express or, or or to contemplate any kind of artistic expression that would be that would feel very suffocating so mm -hmm. and 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 possibly lots of people would realize the importance of art it's like when it's there maybe you don't give so much importance maybe the values are, yeah. are distributed in not you know in a not very even way so and, and it explains, you know. I mean, there is some kind of uh, artist expressions super overrated, even. You no, know, think about all the celebrities of 
for Hollywood, like, no, it's like, I don't mean that they don't do a great job, but like how much people, they value that or society value them. It's uh, in comparison to dance, it's, uh, it's, it's this discrepancy. It's, it's, yeah, it's a little bit. It's not very balanced <laughs> somehow. You know? But uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't think art will, will disappear. You know? And I think we are somehow, we continue in the production of that in one way or another. What I feel, the art is also related to the educational process. Because I feel that mm. if we do give space for children to, be, to become or to follow a path aligned with that, that original pulse, uh, I think that we all would be some, in one way or another some kind of artist. You know, mm. so... And it's nice to, it would be a dream to be surrounded by people in a community where everybody, it's, uh, it's fine, it's, it's secure and safe to do things without having to, just thinking about how I'm going to succeed, how I'm going to earn my, you know, uh, my material life, material goods, like, Know? So we are, again we distance from from this genuine artistic quality because of the whole conditioning, the whole pull. Now going through now, you know you have now to start start a bit earlier. You have to do this and this. You have to accomplish that. And after the school, you have to already start. You now the college after the college, like you know, the, so, so. But I don't think it necessarily would be the the choices of children if they were given the space. If you if you could hold the space for them to develop, so just trust the kids, and and, and give a ground for them. We we, we should mm -hmm. give a, a good ground, and I, I would be very curious to see which kind of society would emerge from from that collective cult cultivation. And of course, I think there's been a lot of huh. um, attempts of this in. Uh, I don't remember what is this kind of education called anymore, but in in German-speaking country, there is this kind of uh, the Waldorf school, yeah. for example, where they, I think in America, they also have them in, in San Francisco area and so on, like those more post hippie yeah. areas yeah. where they, they have those special schools. And I think those people, they end up doing well. They are very open-minded, very open-minded, maybe too open-minded <laughs> for the world. Those that I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's because the world is like it is. Again, we don't, we cannot think if if the school system is a, is a, let's say more evolved, and is a guarantee that the the, the human being will not becomes functional, because we are so complex, you know, we are composed of so many variables in life that you cannot say that if you change one aspect. That is going to be a certainty of anything. Like I don't, I, I don't think. But you can see in terms of propensity, for sure. If 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 you have a, like a more healthy environment, the, the the tendency for you to 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 de develop a more a healthier character is is it makes sense somehow. But uh, back to the to the point of art, and yeah. Um, I, I feel I feel I, I feel concerned that our particular mm -hmm. art form 
which in, involves a physical contact. It can it can be regarded as a as a criminal act for a lion. No, and is as as is already perceived in this way. So this this shift of a perception that suddenly is something oh, wow. so biological. Yeah, such a strong need for us to you know, develop our health organism through touch. Now you see touching. It's a violation of rules, and how much this can 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 compromise the the perception of people to the point of 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 not having freedom even for ourselves. You no, know, even if you are conscious about that, I, 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 it's, it's affecting. It's traumatizing people. Mm-hmm. It's really affecting the, the 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 relationship to that touch. So I don't know. I hope this pandemic will go away. I think the most positive scenarios for this virus just melt away and we go back to, you no. Know, but the, the trauma that we've been experiencing now through this pandemic will not go away as quickly as, this, uh, as, as the, the, immediate, the immediate concerns that you have right now. And, and, and this can be no particular art form. Yeah, we can have a, a division, we can have a split in society. I can, I, I can foresee a little bit uh, certain populations not caring because this need to express this chaos through touch, through skin can be so great that we, we don't care we 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 go for it to take the risk but if that becomes still a a, a, a space of uh, like an underground space a space of a discrimination a space of uh, you know of prejudice all these guys they're hugging each other what they're doing and then there are lots of hostility of people who are just uh, shaking hands Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we we may have a split in in, in the in the society, right? No, some people who are not able to consume that at all, some people who are going to have a rejection, mm-hmm. no, and other people who will make even stronger that, they start to appreciate more, start to, you know, just not do as it used to be. It can be even stronger the the artistic expression, you know. And let's see what's going to so happen on the on stage. Polarization again, you say. Always polarization. Everything leads to polarization nowadays, doesn't it? Uh, yes. There is a strong tennis. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Maybe you have to learn something from that. You know? yeah, yeah. And it's not only polarization, it's very superficial level, degree of polarization. Right, right. Because not going deep, Where, never. No. You put one opinion which not necessarily fitting your opinion and you're immediately placed in the opposite side of the spectrum. Right. So you're not allowed almost to have an opinion that is not, not this, is not that. It's something that is more about the raising question. Yeah, I always so, find myself... And people, they don't know anything about you uh-huh. because you're behind the screen and they feel very safe to attack you like that, which I don't think would happen. 
in a, in a, in a physical interaction. Yes. People do not start talking about shit without, no, like in, in, a, in, a, in a physical confrontation. But behind the screen, people are easily attacking with lots of hostility and, and, and putting labels and, and categorizing, compartmentalizing you. And so I had a, like, some experiences uh, maybe last week or two weeks ago. I was just express myself mm -hmm. when someone was in Brazil was saying like, uh, I, it's not a contradiction to break the quarantine and to go to the street and to, and, and to demand a lockdown. And I was just like a demand <laughs> lockdown. Um, and I was, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, in this context that we're here in Brazil is a big mess. After 80 days of quarantine and to force a lockdown, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't, I personally, I think it's going to be, it's going to oh. not make any good because it's been too long and everything is being messy now to force a lockdown. So when I start to, to question that, but not to say that I belong to this political part or that political part, it's just to question that. Mm -hmm. So people, they start to call me a denier. Mm. And, and, and which is, I don't know if people are even aware of that, but when you call someone a denier, it's a reference for, for, for those who've been denying the Holocaust. So the oh. sim symbolism behind that, it's very strong. Mm -hmm. So when you, some people say, yes, you, you, you're a denier of, of uh, it's not just a denier of the virus or no, it's a, it's a, it's a very strong connotation when you call someone a, a, a denier. And maybe they're not even aware of that. But suddenly, because you just want to engage in thought-provoking questions, people they're calling you a denier, which has a deeper meanings that they can even imagine. So this this kind of phenomena, it's uh, is let's say the dark side. There are lots of beautiful sides as well. It's not everybody engaged in this kind of a superficial polarization. But yes, it's a is an ever-present phenomenon, and people have to to deal with that. You know? Yeah. I, I feel I feel this completely like I, I recently started doing the YouTube channel and sometimes I post some videos and sometimes in these videos I have some opinions and of course there is a big there is there is a huge commentary that is involved in you know once you post any opinion I feel uh, that is a little bit out of the norm then like basically being out of the norm is not what you're supposed to be doing in a way i feel and 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 like the strength of the words that are being thrown around is is sometimes just ununderstandable for me like i i don't know like i'm i don't even agree with myself like i can have one opinion today and i can have completely different opinion tomorrow and and those are completely i i stand behind both of them it just i find it hard to sometimes I agree with myself because I can see this point of view and I can see that point of view like and and I I feel that this is possible it's not like you you that's like what you say with ideology I also have a huge problem with ideologies any kind of ideologies like whatever is a given set of rules of how you have to think like I I always question this because there's so much of this and this is so important for so many people and uh, yeah, if you have any kind of free thinking, then you're already against, like out of like 
out of definition actually you're against ideologies once you're against ideologies you're against people once you're against people then they feel offended once they feel offended they attack so i feel this is what's happening a lot especially in the internet because yeah. it's but not only internet like with all this right wing i mean i don't want to say right or left but with all this like very very strongly ideological governments that we have right now i can only talk about europe it also comes to like discourse between people as well like i feel that this is very strong force like the polar polarizing of everything like yeah why is it like this is is it because maybe because we are not heard maybe because no one ever listens anymore once you have to say something that is just in between and then it's not valuable because it's not strong enough among so many voices i feel this is yeah and what to do no? yeah well, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think what like to, to practice non-speaking is already a very good very good thing like so movement anything yeah. movement related where you don't speak where you don't use the words to communicate with the others then i think you start to see the yeah. the universe in between yeah i i resonate with that yeah it's a it's a great way to connect using different portals to access you know the, the other not through the rational intellectual faculties but through the feelings and then maybe on the ideological level there is no agreement but if you connect without words you can find lots of things in common much more than you would expect mm -hmm. but if someone is start to speak about ideas and they don't have same ideas you not never even allow you to to come close to that person in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because you already consider the person as a threat, as an enemy, someone who doesn't belong to you. So this is that that's what I, I find uh, that's where I can relate back to the practice. I mean I, sp I still speak a lot like you know in, in, in the practice, but it's more pointing to, to this to this uh, creation of identities that are mm -hmm. preventing us from connecting from deeper space, from this formless source. Now, which it doesn't mean that you have to be in agreement with everything because that will not be i don't think this will be natural as well than being forging you know the the popularity to have a, a singular type of expression this is so it's like how we can honor the popularity but at the same time not use the differences as an excuse to segregate to judge to discriminate to 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 claim superiority you know mm -hmm. and i think this all these these conflicts uh, it naturally dissolves in that uh, in that interaction which discards uh, uh the the representation of what you are and that's when you are so much conditions in these these ideas political ideas you the people that even don't understand Maybe you are you are subscribing to ideas that is has nothing to do with the, what you want. So you you have chosen to to uh, to attach yourselves and to identify yourselves to those attributes. But that's what you do in the, in the class. We qu question that: who is it, who is you behind the mask? 
but people they don't want to see themselves behind the mask because that that's a, that's a, a void yeah that's the little suffering that you have to let yourself have to let it go of lots of things that you you hold yourself yeah. you cling and that's like it sustains your identity but it's all i mean in in a way it's okay to have that but on the other hand you can say it's bullshit because it, it, it has no substance in itself it has as long as you believe but if it, tomorrow you change your belief so you become something else mm -hmm. so if you're able to, to adapt yourself to different belief system it means the essence of what you are it cannot be defined by any kind of belief again i'm not I don't want to be nihilist to the point to say like beliefs are not important but when the beliefs become like like the ultimate truth to the point of uh, of uh, of generating these degrees of conflict which people they don't even realize that is just a fabrication of the the human mind so then i think you are missing the best of of the party the best of the play mm -hmm. so instead of making a play of uh, of cherishing the goodness of life you are making a play of uh, a hellish world and it's still a play is it still a, you know it's still this this attempt to speak whatever language from the ineffable, ineffable. but you know we are lost here we are we are no no one is in a in a better position than anybody else to explain what the hell we are doing here on this planet so but to to have the certainty that uh, yes now because this is the, the identity ideology that sustains me in life but this is just a false sense of security it's not really holding you in no <laughs> And and we all have we all biased in this way. We 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 can't. It's like we're trapped in that. We're addicted to that. So I like I like the, the practice to question that, not to put another ideology, mm -hmm. because that would be the mistake. That's why I have to keep deconstructing myself as I go. But just to, you know, to to put these questions in in mm -hmm. to put uh, the situation, your sense of self identity in perspective. And not again to remove the mask, but just create a, 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 a distance in the relationship to this mask. You can use it, use the mask, mm -hmm. but no, maybe realize that you're not the mask, and the mask has a, a function. And you can maybe you like maybe something that gives you. So I'm not here to criticize the mask, but I'm, I like to point that you are not that kind of a, you know covered. Uh, uh, the, the, all the layers that you're covering your, yourself up, you know, and these you are not. We don't, we don't know what we are, but we can definitely point out what you are not. And people <laughs> have a hard time to, to, you know, to acknowledge that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is really, uh, I think it's really important to, to be flexible in a way. And I think the general practice of <laughs> practice of being a dance artist is very very helpful for for realizing all these existential questions i feel that the practice of not having security for a long time like because if you if you go to the usual path you have the security if you go more the like underground especially underground art path then for sure like security is not what what is the what happens the most in your life and I think that there, there you are, are dealing with all those questions. I've been dealing with all these questions all the time, and 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 yeah, like what what 
well, who am I? <laughs> what am I doing on this world? <laughs> All these things. I think these are just general questions that we need to have, but also, also we need this structure that 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 helps us to go from day to day. I feel that there are two processes that have to happen parallel. Um, in in order for us, one is for us to survive, or more on the yeah, the current level and the other one is a little bit more spiritual in a way. But mm. I don't want to, like the word spiritual is very, like, yeah, there are very many associations to the word spiritual. And I'm probably very reluctant to use this, but I wonder how is the spirituality for you? And, and I wonder, like, if there is something that you follow, is there is something that you... Um, that you connect, some philosophy that you connect to, that is maybe different than yours, because I understand that you have this very strong um, personal look into things, but I'm wondering if there is something external that you also um, are particularly interested, and then immediately I would like to maybe connect to your life at the moment, like what do you do in this journey towards inside in brazil in your apartment and how is how is how is the life in general right now for you how is this journey for you i think it is challenging it's been challenging somehow and i feel relatively fine here in a pretty privileged condition there's a beautiful environment nature there's some, you know, some jungle and and so it's, it's nearly perfect. But I'm I'm away from my girlfriend, from my work. That that of course you know, sometimes these are triggering um, anxieties or securities. So just like every every human being, we are operating in different different dimensions so sometimes you are more connected to material world sometimes you can transcend that and and be more okay just to be in the moment and you know be in this this solitude i kind of find to be alone i don't have a more that like a lo lonely type but i miss uh, i miss my, my girlfriend that that creates a, an extra challenge now about the spirituality i I don't have a formal, a formal uh, group or or. I I try to connect with with the people who somehow shed shed like brings more light to these thoughts. Mm -hmm. It can it can it help me to understand, like even with the words like how to put more words, how to explain, like to make more clear. So, and, and then I can find a variety of people from different different traditions or different ways, but not necessarily by the by the frame where they come from. So I don't have any, any formal connection to establish a framework in terms of spirituality. And I personally don't use so much of this word of spirituality and I, I think spirituality is a, 
as you said, is, is load with a potential of uh, connotations which can, it's like a, a word of God, even more loaded, you know? So uh, I just, uh, I think spirituality is, is connected to, to how to engage in, 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 in a very pragmatic way, mm -hmm. you know, and not in a transcendent way. Oh, I, I said, if I do meditation or mindfulness, then I'm doing spiritual prayer, I become more spiritual. You know, I, 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 can't, I can't relate to that. It's, it's, at least not, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't associate that there's, there's certain practice that are more spiritual than others. I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't see. I can't, I can't imagine. It's, it's really, so it's, think being it's really interesting. Inherit more spiritual than others. Instead, everything in life is part of our, our, our pro learning process, evolving process. Uh -huh. you know? and, and again, I think people can find the spiritual practices in, in the most mundane, in the most ordinary thing. And other people can engage in a so-called spiritual practice with the, and cultivate lots of uh, bad side of a human, like exploitation of others, manipulation, control. So, and I think again, we, we delude ourselves on these concepts, on these, all these labels that is outside to us. And for me, it's always about uh, not denying that, the power of the form, of the conceptualization, but to use it in balance, in relationship to what it is inherent to us. And this is being my point all the time. I am not against anything, but the relationship, it can be so misused, can be so distorted that suddenly I, I have to stop using those labels because of the, how low it has become, how much you know, the, the misuse or, or the, the, I say the infusion of, of, uh, of qualities that, no, that that makes me like even this word authenticity. You now everybody's yes, talking about yes. an authentic movement. Like, and when this this world has become such a common place, a cliche, I start to have a hard time to it because if I speak about that, I have the feeling the people around me is going to read me in the way I read. Like, no, no, I have start to have problems to use certain words. They become too cliche, too loaded. So. Yeah, and it's for me. It's really about removing like the the excess mm -hmm. and stay with the with more what is more essential. And for that, yes, use the words, but not to create more. But use the words to 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 open up, mm -hmm. to, to dig into more space, and dwell, delve into that space, and see what happens without the, without expecting, without imagining that it has to have a certain outcome, certain result. Maybe yes, maybe no. But we don't know, so be cool with not knowing. Right, and I think this is a wonderful message generally for everyone right now: is to be cool with not knowing. Bruno Caverna, 2020. Mm. <laughs> cool. I think, uh, yeah, that's that's a wonderful message, and yeah, it's been pleasure talking to you, like. I feel like every time I talk to you, I met, I don't know when we met, 2010 or 2011? I don't know. But anytime I talk to you, I feel like, ah, like, okay, and there is this, and there is that. It's the thing that I know, but it's so good 
to hear it so precise and so clear from you and I feel that you you have uh, this this great gift of communicating the obvious in a way communicating what what is what is resonating so deeply uh, but it's maybe not yet undiscovered and maybe it's coming from the practice of 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 yeah of discovering it yourself all the time so i think this is a, a a very very great quality and and i feel that now i miss the practice <laughs> with bruno caverna i it i mean it has changed a lot it has changed a lot seriously oh wow yeah i'm really curious because this i remember this was the thing that that opened my mind but open my physical mind let's call it like this open my embodied mind to new things to actually accept the way i am and to figure out um yeah figure out new ways through that are already there and i think this is a little bit what you like this is exactly what you say in in general sense of things but actually this is exactly what i sensed while being in the class on the physical side of things so yeah it makes it's very coherent i appreciate when things are very coherent it's 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 a very rare quality nowadays this well it, it's a big process it's not it's, yeah it's a, it's a it's a process of refining looking for good words to express that but it hasn't been easy it's a, a, i'm glad to hear that somehow this coherence is being sort of transmitted sometimes i doubt if i, I don't think you have to doubt i don't think you have to doubt bruno i think like if there is any dance teacher that i recommend nowadays usually your name comes <laughs> the first one so yeah, just that you know true. just that you know that because i'm very very picky about because in in the world of contemporary dance i mean i wanted to wrap it up but i guess it's not possible in the world, <laughs> in the world of contemporary dance there is there's like all this generative uh processes of of like oh i'm gonna make my own technique or i'm gonna make my own method or i'm gonna make my own class that is called in a certain way but then you enter those classes and they're they're usually the same this is one thing and second thing there's rarely something deep behind them there's rarely some really really deep research really original deep research and 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 me as a as someone who also finished studies and did several projects and i'm also doing my own exploration in movement i just simply often get bored with just repeating the same thing over and over again because i come to this class and it's supposed to be something different but it's exactly the same as i already know and i learned not much i had a good time but i learned not much but i get i feel that with you and with some other people but they they are very rare that there is something really original there is something different that you can grasp there is something that um that even if you have done so much in movement wise then you can still learn something new and i think this is this kind of quality is very rare in in, in dance in contemporary yeah, dance exactly world. what makes you very un unpopular exactly <laughs> exactly exactly i know, I, know. I, I am happy i'm uh, i'm happy to 
connect to you again. And I think we have shifted so many years since the last time in the class that I think we will better recognize the class. Still the same track, but it's been a massive uh -huh. speed of uh, especially when I met uh, Alexander Salaviov, which mm -hmm. is my master in, in system about four years ago. And it's, uh, it's been a mind-blowing encounter. So I hope uh, we can meet again in physical space. Absolutely. Would, yeah, would be a pleasure yes. to continue this uh, exchange physically and sensorially, you know, emotionally, yes. feeling-wise. Less words, more moves. Yes, exactly, exactly. Thank you for your time, Bruno. And uh, yeah, have a wonderful day. Thank you. And good luck with all projects. Hi, this is Higgin, and I hope you enjoyed what you just listened to. I love having those conversations, but it's a lot of work. So you can help me out by becoming a patron, whether it's on patreon.com or on PayPal. This will help to keep the quality and the frequency of the podcast. Otherwise, have a wonderful day and see you very soon.